0: status right now um nick's got a contusion on his knee but uh other than that it's stable just pretty sore and uh he got on the floor today which was good yesterday he uh he was just doing you know kind of rehab therapy things but today he got out there and moved around a little bit so it's improved a little bit we'll see how it feels tomorrow but I, i think that he would be considered you know kind of day to day so that's uh uh, I, I do know one thing. I've been around Nick a long time and he wants to play, so if he can, he will. But we'll see. Have you seen any
1: changes as you, you prepare for Santa Clara for the first time you play them? Are they playing anything any way differently or change something that's working them? I, I, there's a few
0: things. One is that they're so much more confident and set in their rotation. When we played them last time, K, uh, KJ just got uh, returned, came back, and there was a lot of uh you know going into that they were trying a lot of different combinations they're pretty set on the group that they're playing right now and in fact in league games that uh, fagan's shot almost as many times as uh as brownridge when at that time brownridge was by far the their leading you know kind of shot attempt guy i think their uh you know crotch is a is a real big part of um their uh you know their offensive scoring uh, even though they're kind of a slow-paced team, um, and then you know the other two or three guards that come in, um, you know are are guys that are kind of complimentary guys. But the one one guy Hauser, I think is his name. He he's a guy who uh, can have a big offensive game if if you leave him alone. So we all know what the challenge is: is trying to keep Fagan in front of us and trying to challenge Brownridge at the catch. Crotch sets the ball screen, and then he pops, and then the big fella inside takes up a lot of space. And uh, while you're doing that, you can't let another guy kind of go off on you.
1: Is it difficult because you beat them by 30 here to to get the guys ready for this game emotionally?
0: You know, we'll see. I, I think that uh, the re- the response, um, you know, from from practice yesterday. The practice was in the, the annex, but it was it was really. Uh, you know kind of a it wasn't emotional at all but it was the the guys played really hard and competed hard against each other Um, today's practice was uh, you know probably a a kind of a step down from that and so I I hope that we can crank this thing up tomorrow and be a little bit better but um, there's, there's only there's only a few guys we talk about this every time there's only a few guys that actually have been through this and know the challenge that we're facing, and so uh, hopefully we can relay relay that and and get the kind of effort that we had last week in both games. I thought both games last week were as good as we've been as far as back to back putting them both together and playing the way we want to play. And we weren't, we didn't, you know, execute great on Saturday, but we played with uh, the right mindset, which was great.
1: Last time you guys played, you held Browners to eight points. Are you guys going to change anything defensively now that you're
0: playing on the road, or stay the same? Um, I think that there'll be some things that'll be different. You know, we had Nick primarily on him the whole time, and uh, and I think Nick will get his share. But I think that you know the addition this time when we played him last time, Elijah wasn't playing for us. I think Elijah will give uh, you know a nice look at him. I think TJ at times, depending on. Situation of the game. I I think that we might um, use a few more guys when when Nick was really almost totally dedicated to him, and with Nick's situation, I think that's kind of what we have to plan for.
1: Have you discussed with the other coaches lineup situations if Nick isn't able to play?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we're all pretty much in agreement what we'll do, but we'll just kind of see what uh, where that goes. I I think that uh, you know, there's there's two or three different options and i think that our you know that that we have really improved our rotation in the last week i think that uh um you know bayo really has stepped up and is as a guy in that position and dab uh served, you know uh matchup situations has really i think I, I just think we've kind of been all over the map and uh and with the with the addition of eli and as consistent as he's playing I think we have a pretty good idea how we can, you know, fill the other spots and the other gaps in there, especially on the guard line.
1: Dave, now that Eli's back and kind of ingrained in, do you feel like this team has another gear that it can get to that if you've said several times that you like this team, you're intrigued by this team, do you feel like it can take another next step?
0: I do. I really I feel like, any, you know, the addition of uh, another really physical inside guy, I think that, you know, in core, but the, these – it, it's hard to to kind of uh, uh, find the right you know um, mix for him, but Elijah's been so versatile that you know he's played I think 30 minutes in the both the last two games. Gotten foul trouble against San Diego, so we didn't play quite as much. Uh, but I think we learned a lot from that. Um, you know, I, I I believe that on both ends of the floor that we can really uh, you know be an improved team from where we were, but even. Uh, the potential of this group in the next you know five or six weeks I think is uh, is really good if we can stay healthy. We can keep them all healthy and, and keep a, a progression where we can improve upon our group from week to week instead of have to reinvent it all the time. And so hope that's why I, mean, I really hope that we can get, you know, some some good minutes out of Nick this week. We'll see.
1: Besides Eric Mika, who's the last big guy you can think of that served a mission when he came home? You
0: expect them to make an immediate impact. Whoa. you know, I I expect them all to come home and make an immediate impact. But the the guys who actually come home and and perform at the level that he, that he's performed at that's uh you know that that's pretty unique for us. Um, uh, you know, one one thing about it is that we, you know we um, we usually kind of have a. A group of guys that are already here, that are established themselves, and then that guy has to come back and fit into that group or kind of beat that group out. Um, In Eric's situation, the guy who started the last two years was playing football when he came home, (laughs) so that's unique in itself. But uh, um, I don't know. I don't know if we, you know, where where you go to. I mean, we've had some good ones, but. uh, most of the the big guys that have been returned missionaries have been a year or two out, you know, before they have really had that that uh, huge impact like like Eric has. And and every impact is huge in in the the realm of the team, but he's carrying a big load, you know, for being right home.
1: Where have you seen the biggest improvement on TJ this season?
0: I think that he feels more comfortable out there on uh, you know every. Um, Every game, he just continues to get more confident. I think uh, his ability to attack defenses and read them, I think, has really improved. I think his ability to to where he can find space on the floor to get his shot off and then defensively, he's really improved. I think you saw the other night in specific that on that weak side, especially uh, his rotations are good. He made two or three really good. you know, uh, big plays of, you know, knocking the ball away, a guy slipping to the rim. Uh, I think that the game is just is just more and more comfortable for him as he plays.
1: Dave, I think you guys are number two or three in the country, defensive rebounds. Where, where does that power and that, that ability come from? In, in the, How do you coach those guys to do it? How they perform? I
0: would I would say it's because people are afraid of how we run. So they get guys back. So they're easier rebounds. Don't tell our guys that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything
1: else, Dave? Expectations kind of can frame a season. Do you feel like this season the expectations were maybe too high because of the guys coming back, with the long peed guys, and or or do you feel are you comfortable with kind of the expectations that were there when the season started? Well, well I, I
0: think that. Uh, the way that I evaluate it is the expectations that I have for the team, what everybody else feels like, uh, you know, when you go out and speak to people in groups and everyone talks to you, you kind of agree with them and be happy. But I, I think that uh, the, the expectations for this group have, has never really been able to be evaluated fairly simply because of it's not the same team that everyone expected. With Kyle Davis gone and with Elijah missing ten or twelve games, it's and, and that that doesn't change what the end result for what we want to have happen. But that's been a real issue we've had to deal with.
1: Philosophically, like Rick Majerus used to always undersell, and Bronco used to hype everybody up. Yeah. Where do you fall in that?
0: I try to let everybody else decide. <laughs> not not uh i i i do feel like uh um this group is going to be around together for a while i hope so that's the feeling that i get and and uh but you know with that being said that that you hope that you can continue to improve all the way through as long as they're they're together and i think that uh that's our main focus right now just to try to uh you know, get a group that can, kind of week after week after week, build upon itself, and not have setbacks for whatever reason. And uh, hopefully, that we can get on that we can get on that uh, that course quickly.